our fuel prices so high, and what can fleets do about it? On this episode of HGT Talks Trucking, we're talking to Glenn Sokolis, an industry veteran who specializes in helping fleets manage their fuel costs. This episode is sponsored by Circle K. Get the most savings on every gallon when you fuel with the Circle K Fleet Card. Learn more at CircleKFleetCards.com. Hi, I'm Deborah Lockridge, Editor-in-Chief of Heavy Duty Trucking. Today, we're talking to Glenn Sokolis. He's been in the industry for 30 years, and he runs the Sokolis Group, a fuel management company. That means that he helps fleets buy and manage their fuel better. He's written for HGT in the past, so I asked him to share some tips for us on how to save money on fuel beyond getting better miles per gallon. But before we get started, don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe so you don't miss an episode of HTT Talks Trucking. Glenn, welcome to HTT Talks Trucking. We're glad to have you here um, talking about fuel, oil, uh, high prices. We've seen crude oil prices up and down in recent weeks. We've seen diesel prices up and down, record highs. Um, what are some of the reasons behind this? Um, I know some people blame federal regulations for like, reducing domestic oil production, but isn't it really more of a global issue? Hi, Deborah. Thanks for having me. Um, yes, I mean, the, the world markets do dictate um, uh, the price of uh, crude oil and diesel fuel. But uh, I mean, what we're going through is, uh, you know, something we've never been through, right? We're coming off of a pandemic where um, a lot of people weren't buying fuel obviously, because we're all staying at our houses. Trucks weren't going as many places as they were, with the exception of maybe Amazon, FedEx, and UPS, because they're delivering stuff to our houses. But um, over the recent years, uh, now that we're all back driving again and and trucks are delivering products to us uh, and and planes are flying, I mean, the demand has increased. And that has caused, uh, obviously, the prices to go up tremendously. And, uh, you know, I think part of the problem is, you know, when... When fuel prices were low, you know, we basically came out from a government standpoint and said, listen, we don't we don't want to be around fossil fuels anymore. We want to get out of that business. We think electricity and alternative fuels are the way to go. And we told the uh, we basically told the oil drillers and frackers that, you know, your business is not going to be around for a long time. And when we started to increase demand, um, old drillers and frackers said, well, if we're not going to be around long term, then I don't think we want to, we want to continue to drill and, and frack. So uh, our production is down a little bit and our demand's up and uh, that's to help dictate the pricing of where we're at. So how much has the uh, war in Ukraine been affecting global fuel prices and the uh, global oil prices and the price of fuel we end up paying here? Well, I think the biggest problem that we're having with the, uh, the, the with the war in Ukraine, as far as pricing goes, is that um, it, it's really just a matter of of uh, uncertainty. Uh, we use very little uh, fuel from Russia, um, very little, uh, but uh, Europe uses a lot. So if Europe then needs to use a lot more, if their demand for Russian oil is is large. Uh, then and, and they're not buying necessarily Russian oil, or they're afraid they're not going to get Russian oil because we're really not sure what Putin's going to do in this situation. Um, that uh, they might have to start using some of the resources that where we get our where we get our fuel from, like Saudi Arabia and some of the Arab nations, other Arab nations. And if that happens, then uh, prices you know will will jump. Right now, you sort of have a, a market that is is hedging against that. 
Um, and I think that's why we're having the prices where we're at right now. So if I'm a fleet, how, you know, and this is certainly not the first time oil and fuel prices have gone up and down. Um, they've been, you know, not quite so volatile the last couple of years, but we've, you and I've seen it many times in our years in the industry. How can a fleet be prepared for these kinds of fluctuations? Well, we, you know, we haven't seen anything like this. This is uh, this is incredible. I mean, my 30 years in the fuel industry, I've, I haven't seen anything that re- resembles this at all. Um, you know, when I first got in the business years ago, if the price moved more than a quarter cent in a day, we thought it was a big deal. I mean, we're seeing fluctuations of, uh, you know, 25, 30, 50, even, uh, you know, 75 cents in a day, which is uh, astronomical. Um, I mean, from a standpoint of of what we could do, um, I think the best thing is every company is a little bit different. Um, so I think some companies, if you're a small company, you can go and obviously uh, shop around, you know, look down the block and see who has the lowest uh, fuel prices. Uh, if you're a larger uh, company, uh, you know, talk to some of your, uh, your fuel suppliers and, uh, and see if you can consolidate some of your, your volume and, and negotiate some deals with them to uh, send them to, your, uh, your tr- to the truck stops. Or if you're buying bulk or mobile fuel, you know, go back to them and, and determine, are you getting the best pricing that is available to you based upon your size and how frequently you get your deliveries and, and how well you pay? So you sort of covered this a little bit, but any other suggestions for, you know, what a fleet can do immediately to save money on their fuel costs? Well, I think, you know, if from a standpoint of, uh, you know, even a consumer and a fleet, I mean, if you could reduce the amount of miles you're driving in a day, that's automatic savings, right? Because the less miles you drive, the less the less fuel you're going to burn. Now, obviously, there's a lot of companies that can't do that. They're already maximizing and uh, minimizing their, their miles uh, driven. So, I mean, I think from a, a standpoint of what they could do today, uh, again, I think that m- maybe the, the best thing to do is to, uh, you know, again, go out and, and look at the... Uh, Best places where they got by fuel, the lowest places in your in your area, truck stops, uh, potentially an app, uh, maybe go online and look at uh, a gas buddy or a fuel book. Um, talk to your vendors. Uh, a lot. Another area where a lot of people don't really look is audit your bills. I mean, uh, fuel companies are having a uh, issues with labor just like everybody else. So your local Starbucks has issues with labor. So does the fuel company. And they're having people in different positions uh, sending out invoicing and the fuel price is going up and down every day very rapidly. So people aren't really, uh, you know, they might not be doing the same system they're doing every day and mistakes are made. A lot of mistakes right now are made. So I, I uh, tell everybody to make sure you audit your fuel invoices to make sure that you're getting what you thought you were gonna you're gonna get and paying for what you thought you were gonna be paying. Good advice uh, at any time, but yeah, especially now. And remember the last time fuel prices got high, obviously, like you said, not this high, but um, I remember hearing reports about fuel theft. Um, are you hearing any uh, any customers or any talk about that being a problem now? Surprisingly, I'm not hearing a lot about fuel theft right now. And, and you're right. I mean, in past times when the market has gone uh, crazy, um, that fuel theft usually dips into the, it jumps into the scene pretty quickly. I uh, have not heard that right now. And, and that could be a, uh, for a couple of different reasons. I mean, I think that 
you know, at the pump, fuel cards have gotten a little bit more secure over the years with pin numbers and odometer readings. I also believe that uh, anti-theft devices on, on vehicles have, have gotten to be a little bit better. And uh, maybe we just haven't heard the stories yet. Maybe they're still out there to come because uh, really, we've, even though the prices have gone up uh, since the beginning of the year a lot, they've really gone on rapidly over the last couple of weeks. So maybe the stories are still out there to come. That may be. That may be. Um, what about longer term strategies? I mean, fuel is always a top cost for fleets. So managing your fuel costs is going to help you help your bottom line, no matter what the retail price. What are you know some of the top ways that you suggest long term for fleets to save on their fuel? Well, I think the some of the best ways for a company to save on their fuel is to really look at their whole fuel program. I mean, take a step back and look at it from top to bottom. I mean, if you're a uh, a small operator, maybe your fuel program is is a fuel card. So, you know, look at the fuel card that you're using and then determine, you know, can I have all my drivers go to one location to fuel and then, you know, go to that location and, and potentially negotiate a deal with that location? Because, you know, it's like anything else. The more you buy, the better, the better break you're going to get on something. I mean, if you're a larger company, you're buying fuel at several different mechanisms. You might be buying it at a truck stop or mobile fueling or bulk fuel or even leasing fuel at some, some of your larger, larger lease companies. And it's to, you know, look at your program, not when you're in the heat of, uh, heat of day, like we are right now, but look at it when things are a little bit calmer and decide that, hey, what is the best, what's best for my company? Is it best to have uh, a mobile fuel program where a company comes out and fuels my vehicles at night because I have high labor costs for my drivers? Or are my drivers driving past a truck stop every day and I can consolidate the utilization there to make sure that I can get the best rate with that particular truck stop. But it's really to take a, a all-encompassing look at how you're buying fuel as opposed to just trying to piecemeal it at, you know, whenever it happens. I find most companies uh, sort of set it and forget it and never look back. It, it's, a, it's a constantly, uh, it's a living, breathing thing, a good fuel program. So, uh some fleets might uh, end up being inspired to, once things calm down a little, to take some of those longer term looks at their fuel program. Uh, well, Glenn, that's uh, about all the time we've got for this episode of HDT Talks Trucking. I appreciate your insights today and thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you.